0: Welcome to Become, I'm Courtney Koenig, multi-international human design and manifestation master coach. Human design shares with you the gifts that you were born with. When paired with manifestation, you can have more power, purpose, and profit in your business. Y'all, I'm so excited to share that Velocity Master Coach certification is coming in March. You must get on the wait list, all right? The link is in the show notes, so go ahead and grab that. You know how being stuck feels? You know how being overwhelmed feels? You know how not feeling good enough feels? You know how not getting the results you want feels? This is a system for you and your clients to have velocity. I'm teaching you the very human design and manifestation tools that I use to grow a very expansive and global business with velocity. And the secret is, I didn't work more. Actually, it was very the opposite. I worked way less. I aligned with clarity and courage and confidence through this system. And this system that I've created helped me build my global brand with more ease, way more joy, and way more freedom. It's been really, really fun, actually. I just stopped trying so hard. Hard. So, this certification is for coaches, leaders, and healers who want a proven system that gives them and their clients a personalized roadmap of what velocity looks like just for them. So, jump on the wait list. It's going to be super fun. I can't wait to see you in there. Enjoy the next episode. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting your human design to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business, of your career, and of your life. Human design gives you an atlas of the gifts that you were born with. It shows how you can align with your soul to have the velocity that you want to attain the goals and the dreams and the purpose of you being here. We're going to take action on those gifts to have more clarity, courage, and confidence. I am so excited for our beautiful guests that we have on today. We connected in Instagram and instantly we're just like besties and we just understood each other. She is a projector, so that's probably a lot. Why too? But she's the best energy. So I'm so excited to have Kelly Moser on. She is a soulful business strategist with a decade of experience helping businesses from Fortune 500, powerhouses, and mid-sized startups to scrappy solopreneurs make bank and change the world. She also hosts the global uh, top 2% podcast, The Aligned Success Show, and is the creator of the Hell Yes Guest Method, which helps hidden gem experts transform into paradigm-shifting leaders by lovingly leveraging already built-in audiences. She's a rescue dog mom, a chocolate chip cookie enthusiast, and a champion for women-owned businesses, Kelly. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Courtney. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super grateful to just be in this space with you. I'm uh, I'm so excited too. I'm so thrilled to look on my schedule and be like, finally, it's our time to Yay! meet. Yay! I know we waited a long time for this.
1: Thank you for um, accommodating my schedule.
0: Oh, it's not a problem. I'm so glad we connected. This has been so fantastic. And I feel like too, you know, we met over the Instagram world, but I feel like the, you know, things are so harmonic, you know, and we had this instant connection and we just, you know, uh, I'm excited to get a, um, to understand your chart more and to share your chart with you and the gifts that you were born with as well.
1: I'm excited to understand myself too, Courtney. <laughs> I'm really excited to get some more insight on what goes on in this brain. So thank you. This design, your design is such an amazing tool and I know just a little bit and I'm so excited to hear from you cuz I feel like you have such a unique and really heartfelt and intuitive perspective on what you see in people's charts. So I'm so thrilled. I can't wait.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. Well, before we dive in, I would really love to get to know you better and I would love for our audience to get to know you better. So uh, what is a favorite book or show that you've been into lately?
1: Oh, a favorite book that I've been into. I got really into. So I watched the Bridgerton series on Netflix, and I liked it. But I'm I'm really into the Bridgerton books. They're a little spicy. They've got that like Regency England. Um, glam about them. And I, I, they, the books I think really transport you. So I've been flying through the series. There's so many books in the series. Then there's like a prequel series. And then there's a next like whatever sequel series. There's like a hundred books you can read by the author. I think her name's Julia Quinn, but I'm really liking Bridgerton. It like, it just transports me into a different place during like the cold winter oh. months here where I just need a little bit of escape.
0: Yes. Oh, I, I love watching that on Netflix. I was so excited. I'm like, where's your season three. Come I on!" I can't wait. I can't wait.
1: I will say, I think the books are better, even better. I think there's more richness to the books. The plots are more interesting. They don't, the show doesn't exactly follow the book or the books. So, um, okay. Watch
0: the show. You will definitely still be able to enjoy the books. Oh, great. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. <sighs> And then what is a favorite place that you've traveled to, or you'd love going to, I know oh you're gosh. in New York city, right? I am. So I always
1: kind of feel like I'm on vacation because I love it here so much, but this summer I went on my honeymoon. I got married in July. We went on our honeymoon to Sardinia, which is an Italian owned or, or Italian Island, um, in the Mediterranean. And let me tell you, this place is so incredible. And I feel like we didn't see a single American tourist the whole time we were there, it was spectacular. The landscapes are so beautiful. The people are so nice. The food is amazing. There's so many beaches and so few people that you, it's not unusual to be the only people on a beach. It's, it's incredible and such a yeah. hidden gem. So while I don't want everyone to know about it because I don't want it to get too overcrowded, I'm going to let you guys in on the secret of Sardinia. It was, I, I would go back tomorrow. I would move there. It was amazing.
0: What? Oh, that area of the world is like Greece and that like coastal area of um, Italy is so on my list, but I've never heard of Sardinia. Oh my goodness. So few people have, it's actually
1: the second biggest Island in the Mediterranean after Sicily. So it's, it's huge and it's very accessible and oh my gosh, it's just, yeah, I don't know why Americans don't know about it, but a, a lot of Italian people who live on the Italian mainland vacation there in the summer. So it's got this very local mm-hmm. feel. It's just amazing. So definitely go check check out Google pictures of Sardinia and you'll be like, oh my gosh, that's where I'm going next. It was <gasps>
0: a dreamland. Oh, a dream. okay. Okay. It's going to be on my list now. <laughs> oh, goodness. I well, I'm so excited to dive into your chart and share the gifts that you were born with and share how you can tap into those gifts even more. Um we're first going to always start with our type as a projector. You know, as a projector, you're an amazing coach and a guide and a mentor. You're born for this. And you're born for this being this new version of a CEO, one who points other people to their strengths and to their gifts. And you really care about the success of each person that you work with. You understand this innate um, knowledge of how to manage people um, with this wisdom and insights of how we can use our energy in a deeper manner. Um, You see people with their challenges deeply and clearly. And a lot of the reason you see that is because, and we'll get into your centers even more, Oftentimes projectors have a lot of open centers, which are the white centers on your chart. And when you have an open center, that means you're feeling other people's stuff. So you're feeling Ugh. other people's emotions. Yeah. All the no things wonder, you're feeling. Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you felt that your whole life? Like
1: My other people's? My whole oh. life. I, I can tune in instantly to someone and I just get them. I just understand mm-hmm. them. And for a while, I thought that was a gift that everybody had. But as I've gotten older, I realize that it actually is very unique and special. And part of it, I think it comes from like a little bit of trauma, but I also think that it is that it is a gift. And I really do see it as a gift, but yes, I've always, always felt like I could just tune in and understand how someone feels about things, what motivates them, what inspires them, what worries them. I just I just get people very quickly. And I, that's so interesting to hear that I didn't understand the relationship between the open centers and your ability Mm -hmm. to feel into other people's stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really cool. Like, um, have you felt like, um, that's ability has helped you grow your business? Absolutely.
1: I think it really Mm -hmm. helps me. My whole approach has always been So much about let's tailor your strategy to you and your, your Mm -hmm. strengths and your unique gifts and your unique challenges. So I'm, I'm not someone who's like here, take this, you know, blanket roadmap. And then you'll never hear from me again. It's like, here, take this general structure and Mm -hmm. let's really, you know, identify your unique opportunities based on your strengths and what I can sense about you and what I know you're going to be great at just by what I can feel. Through your energy, so everything I do is very mm-hmm. customized, um, and I'm very hands-on with everyone that I work with. Whether you're in a, you know, low-ticket course with me or in a high-ticket container, like I'm always hands-on, and it's because I know that that unique gift that I have to be able to help people customize strategies for them is something that really makes working with me different. So I, I always have to lean into that. So yeah, I do think it helps a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I, it is. I love what you said that. Um, cause I thought this too, you know, oh, I think everybody can do this. Right. So, right. <laughs> but it is really special. And I think once we differentiate, like our gifts are special, then it allows that gift to develop even more and become stronger and tap in. And it's interesting because you can sense without people even speaking. And that's what makes you a fantastic coach is you're already getting their dialogue by passing through this energy and being kind of that vessel and uh, that container for it.
1: Absolutely. I really also pay attention to people's words, the language that they use, Mm -hmm. the inflection in their voice. And it's like all these little micro, their body language, all these little micro things that add up to like your energetic blueprint, almost like I'm constantly picking up on all those things, not just the things you're telling me, but the way you're telling me what you're not telling me, what you're, you know, skirting right past as we're talking about it. Like I, my clients laugh because they'll come to like a strategy session with me or something. And they'll be like, okay, I really want to talk about just this one super quick strategy thing. I think I'll only be here for like five minutes and then we'll go and we'll start talking. And I'll be like, I think there's like a deeper energetic or mindset thing here. And they're like, they're like, shoot, I was really hoping that we would just get to the strategy and I could be on my way. And I was like, no, 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 because I'm someone who really believes that like the inside matters so much and you can have all the strategy in the world, but if your energy isn't open, receptive, if you're not ready to hold that energy, if your mindsets, you know, mindset stuff is blocking you, then no amount of strategy is going to help you. And I never let someone skip straight to the strategy without doing that inner work too. So. It's oh, kind of that's beautiful. That.
0: Oh, I love it. Well, and you were telling me before this that you um, had a background in meditation coaching and spiritual practices. So I love that you're integrating that into this, into your strategies as well. Cause that's so vital. You know, it just, it is like we show up, um, because of what's going on inside, you know, the strategies and mm-hmm. tactics. Okay. That anybody can do that, you know, yeah. you know, but it's the stuff inside that, makes it, those strategies and tactics accelerate and have velocity.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, also um, as a projector, one of your gifts is you have this bird's eye view of being able to see situations and solutions. You can look at the world from a different um, vantage point. Um, instead of being kind of down on the weeds, you have this great, perspective of here we are and how I want to go over here and here's the best way to do that. You also enact those simple systems as well. You're really good at systematizing things um, and that comes out of a need, you know, but also in acting that in your coaching programs, that's what's beautiful about projectors as coaches and guides and mentors is that they're showing this system of how to get from here to there, um, while keeping it accessible, attainable, and simple. Um, so did you always want to be a coach or a mentor? Like, did you always have this desire?
1: No, I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't even know this existed, but before this, I was what you're just describing really yeah. helps me understand why I was so successful in my career before I jumped into entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So before this, I was the director of strategy and operations for a startup company. And my literal job was to maintain that bird's eye view and say, okay, Here's where we are right now. Here's where we want to go. Here are the 10 steps that we need to do to get there. Here's how we're going to bring this entire team of a hundred people on board to be able to do this. And I want nothing to do with the weeds. Like I can't, that's not where I shine. I'm going to get distracted. I'm going to get bored. I'm going to forget stuff. And I always felt like that was a real weakness of mine, but to hear Mm -hmm. that it's just the thing that I'm not the best at and that I actually shine and excel in that kind of bird's eye view, um, position and that bird's eye view role. That's what I did really well there. And that's what I fell in love with. And what I do now is basically that, but just for different kinds of businesses. And I do it for, you know, more than just the one, the one company that I used to work for, but yeah, I didn't know that coaching was a thing, but that's essentially what I was doing in my career. And now I just get to do it on my own terms and I get to be You know, a little bit more selective about who, what kinds of businesses I get to work with, which is so awesome. But it's really cool to hear that that is an innate part of my skill set.
0: Yes, yeah, and, and like, and resonate with that, and die. You know, like. I love human design because it causes us to release judgment on ourselves, you know, and it's like, oh yeah, I don't have to be good at everything. These are the things that I shine at. And so I'm going to tackle that aspect. And then it goes into the other stuff. I'm going to either delete, diminish, or delegate, you know, Mm -hmm. and. And yeah, that's a phrase for non-energy beings, which is what a projector is, a manifester and reflector. We're non-energy beings. So we don't have this go, go, go mentality or gift, you know? Yep. Um, So that phrase is, you know, delete, diminish, delegate. And that's a theme that we can really run with, you know, Um, instead of overcomplicating things and and to be more efficient. And now with projectors, we want to do that because our energy levels are not like sky high all the time. They ebb and flows. And that is okay because when they're flowing, we can get a lot of things done. You can get a ton of things done. You're very efficient. You're very effective. You can get lots of things done and honoring those energy flows of, yes, it's high now. I'm gonna get a bunch of stuff done. It's lower. Maybe I'll just take a break or shift um, to another task that's not so um, draining, you know? That We can get many, many things done. So in this, um, have you been able to release kind of this judgment of having ebbs and flows of energy around you? I'm starting to, I'm starting to.
1: I will say that that's a pretty recent development for me, but it makes sense why I struggled so much in the corporate world because, and to hear you say that, efficiency. It's not that we're not efficient because we are super efficient. And that's exactly what I would see on in all of the corporate jobs that I had in the past. I would finish my work first and then it would be like, oh, great. Well, Kelly's done. We'll just give her more. So I always felt like I, it was like that no good deed goes unpunished thing. Like I always, because I was so efficient, I always had more to do than everyone else. And I always raised my hand for more things because I thought that's what you were supposed to do. But that's how I burnt out so fast. It's like the people who maybe worked a little bit less efficiently are able to maintain that level of energy for longer. And for me, it's like, all right, I'll get it done in two hours. It's going to take most people two days but then I have to stop. And that's the part that I didn't understand. And now that I am more in charge of my schedule and my own workflow, I understand that a little better. And I do, I am still consciously practicing, releasing the judgment. I will say that is an ongoing practice for me for sure.
0: Well, it, yeah, it is like, I find myself, cause I'll take a nap every day, mm-hmm. just like, I just need 15 minutes, you know, 15, yep. 20 minutes. Um, but sometimes when I'm laying there, I'm like, oh, I could get this stuff done, but I have to, I'm like, wait a second. I'm giving myself permission to give my body exactly what it needs because of what happens if, if I go back to whatever task I'm doing, then it takes me that 7,000 years to accomplish that task, yes. you know? Yes. So, and I think when we were speaking on Instagram, you're like, um, naps are part of my business plan. <laughs> like Absolutely. This. Amen to that, you know? (laughs) Yes. naps are part of my business plan.
1: Um, taking, you know, days off just to do whatever is part of my business plan. It didn't used to be, but I've, I had to kind of experiment with it and see that when I do take a day off and I just like go sit on the beach, some of my best ideas have come through. Like my, I can just download a full outline for a program while I'm sitting on the beach. It's going to take me three months to do that. If I'm forcing myself to sit on my computer, whereas if I just take three afternoons off, like it's going to come on the third day of me just hanging out and relaxing. So that has been something really, really interesting to see is that that is actually a very productive thing for me to do um, because I'm so much more open to creative ideas when I'm in that, you know, being space rather than doing space.
0: Yes. Right. That being space really. And that being space is nurturing your soul, you know, like, um, and, and I love how each of us are so different, um, and we need different things. So when we look at like a business plan, it's never going to be like, take naps, you know, (laughs) or take some time off, you know, it's not structured in that way, but that's knowing our design, what our needs are. We structure our businesses and our days according to those needs. And that's what creates even more momentum. I look at like how much I have worked, you know, over this last year. So I launched my human design coaching practice last fall. And it's in six different countries. Like, and it did yes, it did that on its own, you know, by me just being more me, you know, which included rest, which included not working 12 hour days. It was just developing and supporting myself so that my soul could. Be creative, could support people and put out really good crap, you know? Like, yeah, that's what. Absolutely, (laughs) like
1: the difference between what you're able to produce when you feel happy and excited, and versus when you feel depleted and bitter. I know that's a word that comes up for yes. projectors a lot. Yes, It's night and day. And for you, it might not seem like it all the time. Like for me, sometimes I'm like, Oh, it doesn't matter if I'm not in a great headspace right now. I just have to make a piece of content or I just have to write an email or whatever. But then when I look at the actual end result of what I've created, is not that good. And I I would have done a lot better to just rest and leave it till tomorrow until I was feeling excited again. Um, because I really think the energy behind whatever you're doing people, especially the kinds of people that you and I work with who are intuitive people, they're Mm. aware, they're sensitive to energy. They can feel it. Maybe not the average, maybe not everyone can feel, you know, the difference between an email you wrote when you were really excited. And when you wrote, when you were really angry and irritated. But our people can. And I've I've really noticed that. It's like, okay, I would do I'm serving that person better if I wait. I'm serving myself better if I wait. There's literally no one I'm serving if I just jump into this and force myself to do it right now. So that's yes, a big adjustment
0: too. Yes, that is a big adjustment. And that goes right into your inner authority. So on your chart, your inner authority is your um GPS. It's like your internal way of making the best decisions. Um, and it's this compass and guide. And yours is your splenic inner authority. And your spleen is um, is all about intuition. So it's all about these intuitive hits. It's this instant voice that says, yes, I wanna do something, or no, I don't really wanna do this other thing. It's listening to what is making you smile, you know? What is like drawing you in? And it doesn't have to make sense logically at all. And it just has to feel right and have that intuitive hit. And whenever we listen to intuitive hits, they, we get to know them. We get to know what they feel like. Um, But have you, has your intuition helped you build your business? A thousand percent, a thousand percent. Mm -hmm.
1: My first chapter of my business was teaching people how to connect with their intuition because it's something that I Learned how to do, like I I recognize that it's a natural gift that I had, but I was so used to tuning it out that I actually didn't know how to connect with it very well. And being able to tune into my body and look for those, like I can feel my intuition so clearly. And it's not what I ever expected it to feel like. Does that make sense? Like it's something yeah. entirely different, and it's something that I realize now has always been going on in the background, but I wasn't paying attention to it, but I now can feel. So for me, my intuition feels like the best way I can describe it is like, if you were to sit down on the most comfortable bed in the world, that instant, that moment of instant impact where your body is meeting that softness, that it's like sitting down on a chair that was meant for you. Like, I just feel that in my body, like the sense of, Oh, this is so right. And I, I, I know that I, I was really interested to hear that this is reflected in my, this like splenic authority that I have, because I, it is so short. The, that feeling that oh. I have is so fleeting. And if I don't pay attention to it, I can't access it again. So learning how to be like, okay, I have to pause and pay attention because I know there's information that my body's going to give me right now. And if I miss it, then I miss it. I'm not someone who can like sleep on a decision. I'm not someone who can think about something for a long time. Cause I'll talk myself in and out of it a thousand times, like in the moment I know if it's right. And it was so interesting when I learned that that is, is that that's part of like the splenic authority situation. Yes. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and you described it so beautifully. Yes. That like that feeling, but it's not going to linger, you know, it's going to be this intuitive hit and the listening to it and just kicking out the brain, your, Hey brain, you're not, you're not involved in this process. You know, you're not serving me right now. I know that thought you're like, Oh, I'm kind of scared, you know, or, or whatever that thought from the brain comes yeah. like, yeah, but this time is different. You know, this is what I need to do. This is what my body feels to do um, is beautiful. And, and with your, um, on your defined centers, on your chart, defined centers are on that body graph and they are colored in. And whenever they're colored in, that means you have those gifts with you all the time, all the time. And the white open centers means you can cultivate those gifts depending on environment, mood, Or being around certain people, you know? Mm. So um, in different sessions with people, you can feel their energy. You can also feel the energy of music or if you're in a coffee shop and you're like, I need some more motivation, so I'm gonna go work in a coffee shop. That gives you drive and motivation because you can feel everybody else's drive, energy impacts your soul. But your defined centers are your Ajna. And this is your ideas and point of view your throat, which is communication, and your spleen, which is intuition. So you always have those gifts with you. You can call upon those gifts and they'll be anchored into your soul. Now, uh, with your Ajna, getting with this ideas and points of view, do you get lots of ideas and point of views and downloads and things coming to you all the time? Courtney, I
1: can't sleep because my ideas never stop coming. Like I see a, um, an acupuncturist and my like number one thing that I'm always telling her is like, I can't sleep. And it's not because I'm anxious. It's just because ideas are coming. And I would really wish that they would come between the hours of 8 AM and 10 PM so that I can sleep, but it's nonstop. It's nonstop, which is a gift. I know that that's a gift, but it's also sometimes I would like
0: to sleep. (laughs) yeah for real that and just know that happens a lot with um people that have divine ajnas they're like i can't turn it off there is like hello and you might find and um that's like meditations you might be like your mind's kind of going and things like that you know so Mm -hmm. allowing it to be free so do you have that practice where you like write down all these ideas or you house them somewhere or what do you do with your ideas I do try to house them. So I've got, I think
1: it's a really embarrassing number. I think the the number of notes on my phone, like in my notes app is Mm -hmm. insane. And I just try to, I try to write them down. I am the person who thinks I'm going to remember them. And I usually don't, but it's interesting that you bring up meditation because I have a very a very robust meditation practice. And I've had to learn that like the first 10 minutes of my meditation, I just have to let myself think like, I just have to, Mm. sometimes I journal before I meditate because there's just stuff that I know is going to come through. And if I give it that space, then I'm not like resisting myself. I'm not annoyed at myself when my brain just won't shut off. So I actually give myself that dedicated space to ideate and free, write And be creative. And then I'm like, okay, now I can go into my meditation headspace. Cause I've gotten this, Ooh, let it come through. That's beautiful. Do you do that practice at night before you go to bed? Or do you have like, I'm a, I'm more of a nighttime meditator than a morning meditator. Okay. Yes. Got so it. that's what I'll do.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's really good. And yeah, it's, um, all those downloads and when you have all those downloads and you're having all those ideas, you can use your intuition to decide what to do, you know, you can use your, your feeling into it and just know all those ideas. You're not supposed to do everything, of course, mm-hmm. but you just feel into what ideas are coming to you and you know, those ideas will always be there because you've housed them and you've appreciated them, you know, mm. um, and doing those practices, like, you know, downloading and journaling and doing a meditation, getting yourself in the, um, Even taking a walk, you know, at night is going to help focus your mind in different places so that you can rest and you can relax. And of course, always using those, you know, sense of smells and and things like that to allow your brain to just, okay, now this is our moment to relax, you know, Mm. that type of thing. And to have those patterns, um, just tell and be really intentional about it, you know, like, hey, okay, brain, this is your moment, (laughs) you know, here's all your ideas, we're going to allow you to do this thing because in a few minutes we're, I'm going to go to sleep or in a half hour, I'm going to go to sleep. And so I'm going to need you to just hold off on that. Okay. Cause you're in charge of it, not it in charge of you. Oh, I love that idea. I've never thought to actually talk to my brain in that way and say like, <laughs> listen, <laughs> bedtime. I love that idea. I'm going to try that. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, um also on your chart, there are channels. Now channels are like roadways between defined centers and they are colored in and you have, and they give other gifts of our um, of our souls. So you have a 46 or a 48, 16, and this is the gift of natural goodness and the gift of enthusiasm. So your, your skills of enthusiasm and dedication are so immense and beautiful you're this natural beacon to others and they can be they're drawn to you because of your innate goodness mm. and your enthusiasm makes people pay attention to you it gets your passion helps them to be passionate as well it's like a gift to them and they're like it's this feeling of exchange of energy that they know they can trust you because they can feel this beacon of light coming from you um And you can share that now, Oh, (laughs) Oh. now, oftentimes when you have something that we're supposed to speak on or we have enthusiasm, right? Sometimes we have to, um, we've been enthusiastic or really passionate about things. And sometimes the world is like, Hey, chill out, you know, simmer down that type of thing. It can be too much, you know, but has it been a journey to find you share your enthusiasm and through share your voice in this business space? Definitely.
1: I, it's really interesting to hear that enthusiasm is reflected in my human design. Cause I definitely think of myself as a very enthusiastic person, but in the business space, sometimes what's frustrating for me is I'll really care about something. And mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like other people don't care about it. And that's really mm-hmm. just like disheartening to me because I don't know if like, if you, if you think of, you know, discovering this great movie that you want all of your friends to watch and they all watch it and they're like, yeah, it's okay. And you're like, what do you mean? This is the greatest movie ever. Like, that's an experience that I have quite a lot. And I've had to learn to sort of like, it's great to allow my enthusiasm to flow through, but then I also can't get upset if people either aren't ready for the idea or it's too much for them, or I'm not communicating it in a way that they really understand. So that's really interesting to hear. But yes, that's definitely something that I struggle with.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's, um that enthusiasm is really what makes what you're talking about so special and and it activates this. And and so um, allowing that to be free, you know, and being intentional, like, okay, this is, you know, and it's going to come out, of course, you know, but thinking like, this is how I operate best. When I share my enthusiasm, it's a magnet for other people. Now, this other part of your chart um, that goes along with this is another channel And this is from the throat to the Ajna. So um, from your communication to all your point of views and thinking. And this is the ability to explain in a simple, cool-headed way while having unique opinions and insights. So it's almost like you can um, see into the future and you're like, okay, this is how we're going to do things. But you can explain it in a really simple, cool-headed way. But what you said was so cool about the last thing is that sometimes people aren't ready for it, you know? It's so cutting edge or innovative that it might come a little too early for people. But these are the truths that you need to share and that you need to operate into. Um, and some people are gonna get it and some people are not. But um has again like expressing that and allowing yourself to stay in that space is so vital. Because your people are out there waiting to hear your voice and they just connect and they just resonate with that, and they need to hear it in that way. So that, um, you know, unique opinions and insights explained in a cool headed way is such a gift. It's so beautiful. So have you seen that kind of uh, thread throughout your career?
1: I have. And it's really interesting to hear you say that you need to like, I need to stay in it and I need to stay with those opinions and just kind of, cause often what I'll do is like, if I get the sense that, you know, we all are like looking at our content and looking at what's resonating with people. And sometimes if something's not resonating, I'll just stop talking about it. And I, what I'm hearing, and please tell me if this is, if I'm not interpreting this correctly, but I'm hearing that I should just keep with it, like just keep talking about it because there are people that are ready for it and it might just take them a little bit longer to find me or for us to find each other. So is, is the guidance that I actually should stay with those crazy ideas that I feel like it's too soon for, because I have had the experience of talking about something, feeling like nobody's listening, feeling like it's falling on deaf ears. And then like a year later, hearing someone else talk about it and then being mad at myself for not having continued to talk about it the whole time, because I, you know, was just like, Oh, people don't care, whatever. I'll just stop talking about it.
0: No, it is. You need to keep talking about it, you know, and recognize too, that people are watching. Right. And when it like this, um, cutting edge, future snapshots come through, through you, people are like, Whoa, it takes them a second to get on board. Right. Mm -hmm. Anything new takes people, um, time to kind of revolve into, Mm -hmm. but they're going to need to keep hearing it a little over and over and over again, because you have a, such a special way to land it towards people. And then they'll be like, okay, oh, wait, 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 I've been watching this. Tell me more. You know? yep. And it's cool because it sets you apart from other people. It differentiates you because you have this unique perspective. So yeah, lean, lean, lean into that.
1: I <laughs> will. I, that's such good advice because I feel like I want to do that. And yeah. I but I also, you know, want to keep people engaged. So it's just such a, it's just such a good reminder that like in that moment of silence, when you put something out there and people are like Mm -hmm. crickets that maybe they're just, they're just warming up to it or they're just, you know, it's a brand new idea and it has to calibrate and it has to land for them and they have to decide how they feel about it. So it's not the, the silence is not Kelly go away. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's okay. I need to sit with this. And keep talking Mm -hmm. about it because the more you talk about it, the more I'm going to warm up to this idea. So that Courtney is just so, so helpful. Thank you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad. Well, Kelly, we could keep talking and, um, you know, going through your chart, but I really want to, um, see how people can connect with you, see how they can get into your world. Um, so can you share with us where people can connect and meet up with you? Absolutely. So I would say the two best places to find me are
1: on either Spotify or Apple podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you are, a business owner and you are interested in setting up your business in a way that's very sustainable, that's super aligned, that keeps you excited, that isn't necessarily the cookie cutter approach that you see everyone else taking to their business, then I really invite you to come have a listen to my podcast, The Aligned Success Show. I do a mix of solo episodes and I have some incredible expert guests from all different Um, facets and aspects of business. We've got legal in there. We've got marketing, we've got operations, we've got breath work. We've got, I mean, it's just, we really look at business from this 360 degree approach where we're looking at your mind and what's going on in your mind, what's going on in your spirit and what's going on in your strategy. So I always like to say that my approach is spirit science and strategy. So that's what you will get on my podcast. Um, And you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you just type in my name, it'll come up. And I would love to connect with you on Instagram because I know that everyone who listens to Courtney is going to be my people too. And I would love to just follow along with you and support whatever it is that you're doing. I'm a great enthusiastic cheerleader as hopefully my human design chart has shown us. And I am such a champion for, um, particularly businesses that are owned by women. So I would love to support you and follow along and share with my audience, what you do. So definitely come connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Kelly.moser. My last name has two S's. And I'm so excited to just connect with you beyond this episode. And I'm so grateful, Courtney, for this chance to get to know more about myself, more about human design, get to connect with you. And I'm, yeah, this has just been so wonderful. So thank you.
0: Oh, thank you, Kelly. Yes. I'm so excited for our listeners to get involved in your world and to be a part of your energy. And again, like what, like your chart is amazing, which makes you amazing. And you have such a beautiful soul. And I'm so excited that we got to do this together. And Um, All our listeners, if you screenshot this, uh, tag Kelly and I and share this into your stories. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Kelly, for being part of the show today. Thank you so much. It was such an honor. Thank you for being a part of this episode. Do you want to know all the things about your human design chart? I get that question all the time. Grab your iridescent human design reading. It's a private podcast, human design reading. Each episode dives into a part of your chart. And it's about 30 episodes with my eyes on your chart and then giving you an iridescent action step because it's one thing to know about your human design. It's one thing to know how you operate what are your gifts? But it's a next level to do something about it. So thank you again for being part of this episode. Screenshot this episode, throw it in your stories and tag me and I'll shout you out as well. Send me a message on Instagram. I love connecting with the viewers and listeners. Um, make sure you subscribe to the episodes and I would love it if you can leave a review I love hearing from you and connecting with you check out the show notes for all things of this episode and more ways we can connect and work together let's rise to thrive